Welcome to Living Off the Land, the All Things Cleveland podcast, with your hosts, Jordan, Jimmy, Ryan, and Dan. Follow us on social media at the LOTL podcast. Here we go. Uh, another episode. I believe this is 137. Uh, beer of the week time. Uh, winter snowpocalypse 2020. Uh, what else can get thrown our way? COVID. Uh, the craziest uh, season of our lives. Let's just throw a blizzard on top of it. How about that? Uh, I'm Dan here with the boys. <laughs> We are doing a virtual episode, uh, like you heard from us during the beginning parts of the pandemic. Uh, Jimmy, Ryan, and Jordan along the way, uh, we are living off the land, and it is beer of the week time. So, usually, when we're all together, we get one beer. We were all separate and kind of threw this episode together at the last minute because we didn't know where we were going to do it. We didn't know how we were going to do it. But uh, we couldn't go a week without giving you guys some content. So we all have a different beer this week. I'm interested to see Ryan's as he says that uh, I've never had it before, and he's 100% certain on that, so we'll see. He's probably right, but whatever. And then uh, I think I know Jordan's because I saw the the bottle, and I wasn't paying attention to what Jimmy's is. So let's go around the room. I'll just say real quick, we don't spend a lot of time. Uh, maybe Ryan's will spend some time on, but, uh, I've got, I'm in my childhood bedroom recording this, uh, tonight as I don't have any power at my house. So I'm at my parents' house and, uh, lucky enough to have a place to go when I don't have heat. So that's great. Um, but I went into their refrigerator just to see what they had and pulled out a Peroni. Oh, there we go. Italian okay. household, All right. so always got to have Peroni in it. Il, il Bire Superiore or something? That's right, Il Bire Superiore. So that's what I got. We've had it on the podcast before. Um, it's good. What do y'all got? Ooh, ooh, I'll go, I'll go next. I'll go next. Ooh, 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 ooh. Um, I have one of my favorite beers of all time, as well as one of my favorite breweries of all time. Uh, Vanilla Porter by Breckenridge. Whoa. I don't know if anyone's ever had that. Um, after they got bought out by InBev, they kind of went national. They were a lot more exclusive before that. But um, So now you can get their stuff everywhere. But um, I, I still like them. I, I used to go, when I lived in Denver for a summer, I used to go to the brewery all the time, and it quickly became my favorite. I still think their agave wheat is probably the second best beer I've ever had in my life. But um, anyhow, uh, vanilla porter, you can definitely taste vanilla. Uh, I mean, other than that, it's just your typical porter. I, I will say it's, it's one of the more drinkable beers. <laughs> like, if you want to... Give someone a dark beer. Let's say they're not into that stuff. 
I would hand him this beer. It's it's almost it almost doesn't even taste like a beer. It's it's such a it's such a drinkable deal. Um, there's not really a description on the bottle, which is odd. I thought they had one, but I mean, like I said, that the name describes it. It just says roasted malts with notes of vanilla. I guess that's the only description. But yeah, vanilla porter by Breckenridge. It's a fitting beer to drink after having shoveled my driveway and sidewalk, exhausted, and a nice. Nice dark beer hits the spot. Cheers. Very nice. All right, Jimmy. <laughs> I think now I know what yours is. Well, I might as well just go then. Yeah, might as well because Ryan's the Ryan's the big reveal. He's the he called a shot. Keeping everybody so, on their toes. That's right. I am drinking Great Lakes Christmas Ale, and fun story behind getting it. My neighbors across the street. Jen and Mark, shout out. Um, they wanted me to help hang Christmas lights one day. I said, why not? I'll do my neighborly duty. And uh, offered me a six-pack of beer and couldn't turn it down. So we're still sipping on it. And it's He's fantastic. Nursing them. <laughs> we're nursing them. This was last week. Relax. <laughs> but, man, I don't know. I know we've had the debate, which is the best Christmas sale I know 12 dogs. I want to say that takes the cake for a lot of people. Maybe this one does. I don't know. Let us know what you think in the comments. <laughs> in the comments. Have, uh, yeah, I, I've had uh, Great Lakes on numerous occasions. I don't think I've had um, the 12 dogs at Christmas. And I don't think I've had Pimp My Sleigh either. Um, so I have. Uh, oh, you, you have to have 12. You have to have, have 12 dogs at Christmas. No, I yeah, I yeah. I'll give them both a fair shot. I'll, I'll, I need to do that, and I assume that uh, that will be happening sometime this month. Because let's be honest, there's no way I'm escaping this month without uh, gratuitous amounts of beer yeah. that I'm tepid about. Yeah, um, how about how about a little Christmas yeah. cheer there, Ryan? You Scrooge. Yeah, I you know I'm very Grinchy. I have a uh, I have, hey. a, I have a Grinchy tendency for seasonal beers, apparently. Jimmy. Jimothy, uh, how do you think this batch compares to previous years? I ask, before you answer that question, I ask because I think this is one of the better batches of Great Lakes Christmas sale I've had in, in a while, at least three or four years. Well, I've only been uh, of age for two seasons now. And um, maybe it just tastes better because this year has just been so terrible and anything that has any sort of nostalgia to it just tastes that much better yeah yeah okay yeah I, <laughs> not to take anything away from great Lakes. no but, but i mean it's great i mean that christmas is not a beer that a, a someone who's still getting into like the craft scene is gonna just immediately be like oh yeah definitely like it's such a strong beer so i was just curious i guess i was just curious your thoughts on the beer itself and how much you uh, you know with a refined palate like mine and how <laughs> mature i am uh love it i need to have it on draft before i it's can done. judge the batch i think that's important yeah, I still haven't that had it on makes draft, such but... a difference sure yeah you, you know what i so, did have on draft was market gardens and that was fire that was also incredible which one is theirs oh boy i knew you're um, okay, Ryan, what do you got? Holiday something. I don't remember. But. Okay. Um, so, quick story it's time. It's Festivus. Um, 
Yes, Festivus. Oh, uh, there you go. Um, so I have um, a couple clients that are just just some of the nicest people and uh, wanted to get me something for my birthday, which was very sweet of them. And I came into work this morning. Are they listening? Uh, definitely not. But uh, shout out to Rick and Tony anyway, because <laughs> I love you guys. Um, maybe if, maybe I'll tell them that they got a shout out and I'll tell them uh, to come take a listen. But um, uh, I've worked with these guys for a while. They're some of the nicest guys. And um, I came into work this morning to find one of the coolest gifts that I think I've ever received. It was a beer advent calendar. And so it is a, I saw your a big old 24 pack of beers. But all of uh -oh. these are <laughs> craft German beers. So wow. the reason I speak with such heavy confidence is because this is from a brewery. I'm going to do my very best here. Uh, Floatzinger. I think I think I, I think nice. I said that right. Float. It's got the umlaut over the O, and I always sucked at that part. Yeah. F L O umlaut T Z I N G E R. Floatzinger. Yeah, that sounds right. Umlaut. At any rate, this brewery. Uh, it's. Uh, I want to see uh, if I can say it in my German accent. Hold on. Hit it. Go ahead. Keep going. It's. Uh, it's. Uh, you know, it's a fairly new brewery. Uh, starting all the way back in 1543. It's from the 1500s. Like, think about Wait, how insane. Seriously? That yeah, that's not a joke. 1500s. Oh is it a is it a flute singer? There we go. There we go. That was I think it's a flute singer. That's pretty damn good. <laughs> I'm sure I'll get a I'll, I'll get a text message from Brett uh, telling me if I said that correctly. There we go. I I'm just, sure I didn't. You but. well, you said it better than I did. So shout out to you for giving it a shot. Um, and my <laughs> favorite my favorite part about this um, is it's. It's called Hell, H-E-L-L. -L. That's um, your favorite part about this? <laughs> yeah, it sums up 2020 perfectly. <laughs> um, okay, I guess. It, 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 uh, um, it's, a, it's a super light drink. Beer, uh, in terms of your situation. But it's still super tasty. Uh, it's easy to drink. I forget the percentage. It's pretty moderate, five percent. Um, and so it's, uh, I guess it's it's when you think. Of like German beer, like this is time if it wasn't any good. So. Uh, it's it's a great way to start my advent calendar, and I'm now looking forward to 23 more of these. Well, it's not all the same. <laughs> I'm just excited for the fact that I have a beer day. It's not it's not 23 more hells. It's just 23 more beers in a row. Which it's I'm just called about. hell. I, I can't get over that. That's so that's probably no, yeah. I'm serious. Look at the can. It's uh, it, I, that's probably just how the Germans spell hell, like the style of beer. Because I don't think it's like named. I think it's just. Like this is their brewery's interpretation on this style of beer. So I think, <clears throat> yeah, I don't think it's I don't think it's actually hell in the in the English <laughs> translation of the word. But to me, it uh, that that part tickled me because I think it sums I up. Feel like twenty twenty so beers. damn well. I feel like I've seen other beers with that. Is it spelled Probably. different or is it how is nope, it spelled? Just, it just oh, H E L L. H E L L. Okay. Huh. Yep. Yep. I just can't get over the fact fifteen forty three. Like that that is crazy. I wonder how many times oh, it's changed. That's, hands. that's insane. Like 
Like this is a weird thought, imagine? but like, did it survive like the wars of the Holy Roman Empire and like the Nazi era and that? Like I want, I like yeah, I wonder how I how it like survived, you know? Yeah, I don't know. Could you imagine I, if that's when that beer was canned? <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty wild. I tell you, just I tell you what else. Drinking, uh, Ryan's just casually drinking a 500-year-old beer. Yeah, no big deal. <laughs> I tell you what else is fascinating to me is how how different do you think the original batches of that beer when they first got founded tasted compared to now? You know? Yeah. Well, they're pretty serious, so I don't know how many of you are from... This is going down a rabbit hole. I don't know how many of you are familiar with um, the German like beer purity laws, but it's mm. a very serious thing where... Oh yeah, no, that's why I asked. That's why I asked. It's like it's like actual law that it's it's water, it's uh malt, Hop. it's hops. Um yeah. is that barley, it? That's right? the end. Yeah. Yeah, water, barley malt, and hops. That's it. That's literally yeah. what's in this, yeah. these beers. So this is uh now, now on the flip side, can you imagine if you give somebody like a traditional German brewer, um, if you were to give them some like Funky sour or a New England juicy like I- IPA style. Like I can only imagine that they would just be like, "What is this nonsense? Let's get this out of my face." This is a beer. Well, this is this you is soda, you American. There, yeah, and and you know it's funny because I I I am very curious what Germans like actual Germans think of like the American craft beer industry because like in general Europe is a little weird about it. I know. I, I guess in England, they're just now starting to get into what would be considered kind of like Americanized craft beer styles. Um, so there's kind of a wave going on right now from what I understand. So I'm, I'm curious if that will ever happen in Germany. I don't know. Maybe we have to go on assignment. We'll go over there when, when all the dust settles. <laughs> I volunteer <laughs> tribute. <laughs> Volunteers tribute. Okay, you're paying your own way. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> All right, so that oh, yeah. is the beers of the week, uh, Ryan. Gold star because you're absolutely right. I have no idea what the hell that is, <laughs> and I've never had it. So, but Flutzinger, maybe that's. Uh, <laughs> we'll have to see. I, I texted Brett a uh, picture of it. Let's see if he gets back to me if he if he even knows what it is. Um. So yeah, How do you spell that? for beer of the week, uh, get yourself some Christmas ale once you can dig out of the snow. Or Peroni, you know, whatever. Or Vanilla Porter. Or Breckenridge. Yeah. Ah. All right, let's move on. Let's uh, let's get caught up. We haven't done this in a few weeks, but uh, Jimmy's going to uh, get us caught up on the catch-up. Feeling a little rusty, gentlemen. <coughs> but boy, do I got some good stuff for you. All right, let's start with aliens. Yes, y'all. Oh. Have y'all heard of the monolith? These this big strange yeah. stone structure just found in the middle of some desert in Utah. Well, I'm sure we've all yep. seen it. If not, check Twitter or uh, you know crawl out from under your rock. Uh, it disappeared over the weekend, and another one popped up in Romania. So people are just going insane. Uh, it's becoming memeable already. The calves took part in this. They uh, put the monolith right in the middle of uh, practice. So just want to get your gauge on it. Uh, Is it aliens? Is it just some uh, edgy artist? Or are we just being trolled? What do you think? 
So my gut, I'm, I mean, I'm like super into all this type of stuff for those that don't know. Um, my gut tells me it's an art thing, um, which would make the most sense. I saw someone joke on Twitter. This is like some some stunt that Elon Musk is doing or something. It, it, they were just joking, but like I could see it being something like that. Like that's what if if you held a gun to my head, that's what I would go with. I wouldn't um, put it past old Elon. However, say what? Said so I wouldn't put it past old Elon. Right, yeah, or somebody, right? Some eccentric billionaire who's just trying to market some product. But uh, again, I probably art. But there's a there's a couple weird things about this. The first weird thing is, I, I don't know about the Romania one, but the the Utah one was like super remote, like extremely remote. So that's a massive thing to haul in there, install, and. To my knowledge, there didn't seem to be like truck tracks or anything like that, you know, around the area. And then to be able to go viral and somehow whoever put it there removed it. And then the Utah public, whatever, safety or whatever, you know, department that was, was like, uh, yeah, we didn't move this and it's gone. Like that again, that's a massive object to to move. And I don't know. There's some weird things about it, you know? The fun and then part another of me one pops up in think, Romania. Yeah, yeah. And okay, it could be a copycat, but again, like, who, who has the time to just make an exact replica of that thing and just be like, oh, here, we're in Romania. And let's, like, it's just a lot of yeah. weird, it's a lot of weird things. Like, there's, it's a mystery for sure. Isn't it like 10 feet tall? Yeah, it's like huge. Yeah, like, like, unless it's a complete fake and it's made out of, like, cardboard wrapped in aluminum foil, like, how the hell is right. somebody, like, right. supposed to just move a 10-foot silver, you know, brick? Right. And it's just Because it's, like, it's confirmed. Weird. Either like, way. Yeah. Because it's, like, confirmed that it was there and then, like, it's not there anymore. Right. That's right. wild. I mean, either way, you, you got some nutcase. Or, or some crazy person who's so dedicated to this stunt that they're willing to spend so much time and man hours and, and whatever. And you know it can't just be one person. It has to be a group. That's way too big to move. So it's like, either way, all the, all the possibilities are just odd, you know? It's a very 2020 is uh, there thing like, to happen. Is there, like, some sort of significance to, like, a monolith? Or is it, like, I don't even know what a monolith is. Like, is it just... Like so random, or like, is it supposed so, to like signify only, something? Has anybody seen um, uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey? No. No. So in that movie, it's a very strange movie, but in that movie, there's a monolith just like this. And, well, similar. And it, ha it signifies something I don't remember. It's been forever since I saw it. But like all, the, it, it, like all these apes are around it, and they go crazy when they see it. And it had to do some symbolism. So a lot of people think it might be commentary on something kind of nodding to the Kubrick film. Um, but that's like the only thing I know. That's even how I know the word. I literally only know what that word is because of the movie. Like I remember yeah. hearing it described as that. But Has Rogan talked about this yet? Uh, I actually heard his recent podcast with Chappelle and I forgot the other comedian's name. 
and they mentioned it. They didn't really talk too much about it. They just kind of okay. mentioned yeah, it. Yeah, the Chappelle, the Chappelle episode was from like three weeks ago. So No, probably... it was No, it was the one wait, am I crazy? I thought I was listening to his most recent episode. Uh unless he had Chappelle on again. Chappelle Chappelle was on before thing so, like like a, a week before Thanksgiving. Okay, let me check real quick. Because But during that episode, Chappelle did say he was gonna come back on. So I don't know. No, you're right. I'm wrong. You're right. I thought I was listening to Yeah, because I, I watched I was that the one that just dropped. Nope, you're right. It was a week ago. So um I mean obviously obviously Rogan's gonna go crazy about this because his like right. most fascinating topic that he's interested in is aliens. Oh yeah, it's the, un- the unknown stuff like that. Which shout out Joe Rogan. Hey, you know, podcast to podcast. You know, if you ever wanna, you know, shout us out on the JRE. You know, yeah. living off the land. You know, little little show in Cleveland. <laughs> but, but anyway, yeah, it was why, our billion why, dollar Spotify just, he deal. Just, he should just he should just have us on. You know, I think we're yeah. Or or he could just flash our logo across the screen. It'd be like subliminal marketing. We need to. We, All right, maybe, moving on. Maybe, you need to reach out to Jamie and see if he can do that for us. Fun fact, I have Jamie's email somehow because I bought a sweatshirt from him two years ago and I have his email. So I will reach out to Jamie. Fun fact, do it up. From one, from one Jamie to another Jamie. Jimmy. Anyways, all right, moving on. 90,000 reports of power outages today from this blizzard across northeast Ohio. Around 47,000 of those reported in Cuyahoga County. Yeah, Dan, I'm one of those. How does it feel? Uh, it sucks <laughs> because uh, they said, uh, Illuminating Company tweeted uh, like an hour ago that I might not get power again until like right before midnight on Thursday. So you got to throw away like all your food, I'm assuming. Thursday, yeah. I'm so <laughs> pissed. It's a bummer. Like you I get it. There's a lot of snow and like trees fell on power lines, but it's it's like ridiculous that like I'm gonna be without power for like three days. Like, are you serious? Oh well yeah. uh, if you don't hear Jordan for a few minutes, uh it's because his phone got disconnected, so he'll be back. Um uh oh. It looks like we're having all sorts of technical difficulties. Go ahead, keep talking. I think I'm back. I think I'm back. Yeah, you're back. I think we got Jordan back. That's good. And yeah, we back. back. And we back. And we back. I think we're okay, right? I believe so. Jimmy, are we okay? Yeah, I think it says Craig has been disconnected, but we have GR still being recording. GR still recording, so we should. Yeah, be Craig's fine. being an a-hole. <laughs> Jark's the man. Uh, if you don't know those references, <laughs> no uh. We're going to keep you in the dark yeah. on those. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, what <laughs> Speaking of the monolith, and you mentioned it, Jimmy, the Cavs, and I'm sure other teams are doing this, but just for the Cleveland angle, uh, the Cavs are tweeting about the monolith and how it mysteriously showed up at uh, the Cavs practice facility. And uh, the replies to their tweet are hilarious. I'll just read a couple here. Um, Oh, where is it? There we go. <laughs> so they, <laughs> the first one is, 
Good to see Thon Maker is the first one on the practice court. <laughs> Hashtag Cavs. Uh, at Aliens Faux Reels tweeted, we didn't do this one. I smell at Celtics. Uh, at Real Jim Hodovan. Is that our new defensive specialist? Ha ha ha. Uh, what else we got? That's one thing. Bunch I, of LOL gifts. That's okay. one thing I admire about the Cavs. They are phenomenal at social media, and they're very quick with memes. And oh yeah, their social media account is fantastic. Yeah. They're very so, hip. We'll get into a little Cavs talk uh, a little bit later in the show. Uh, Tristan Thompson for for starters, and then uh, a juicy little uh, trade rumor that I know uh, Jordan was excited about today. So we'll talk a little bit about that. But uh, yeah, what what else we got in the catch up? So, well, good segue. Speaking of the Cavs, um, they are set to release. I'm not even sure if this is real or not. Y'all can correct me if not. Oh, please don't release call me their, that thing. Is it the jerseys? Yeah. Oh, God, that better not be real. So, yeah, apparently this has been going around, and the Cavs kind of hinted at it today. Not They didn't say this was true, but people released uh, the city jerseys that Cleveland put out. And it's kind of like paying homage to notorious rock bands of the past. And if you Dude. look out, I mean, if you, if you look at each letter or sets of letters, it's supposed to like kind of emulate the typeface of another band. So very mixed feelings, I think. Well, it's not all mixed. The, Does anybody actually like this? I think it's kind of cool. Oh, get out of here. It looks like a four-year-old did it with uh Hold on, hold on. With a <laughs> Cavs, with a Cav- 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 copy and paste. What the Cavs didn't tweet it? No, the cat like the the original ones you were seeing over the weekend were not from the Cavs. It was from somebody who supposedly leaked it. But the Cavs have not officially posted it yet. Nope. So uh, yeah, I <laughs> yeah. This I, I'll tell you what. Disgusting leaked jerseys. I just I don't understand how. So many NBA teams have such bad city edition jerseys. Like last year's Mavs was hilariously bad. It, it yeah. hurt to look at. And, oh, and I, those are so disgusting. They were atrocious. And I mean, in, in like this year, there's been a couple. Like uh, Miami just released theirs today. Uh, they're, I, I'm sure, getting some mixed reviews. I like them. They look at least professional. Yeah, but I like them the too. Cavs ones. The it looks like 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 the ransom note effect of the different typefaces and, and to, to spell out Cleveland. It just looks like somebody took ten minutes on Microsoft Paint to slap together some logos. And it's like why why are we? You you have billions of dollars, billions with a B, and you're telling me that's the best that you could collectively come up with. I just like I don't hate the idea. The execution just is off. Um, I I don't I don't get it. I just like who, I really like who approved these? Like I, that's what I want to know. I don't like, know who, who gave their approval. Like yes, let's wear these for an entire season. Like obviously, I know they're only going to wear them a handful of games, but it's like <laughs> who like looked at that and was like, yes, let's do it. Like was it Hello? Nike? Like because I know Nike <sighs> comes up with all these weird like jersey things. Like like why does why do we have to continue to go back to the well and and like uh intertwine 
our sports team with like oh. rock and roll and like a guitar and like the rock and roll hall of fame. Like we understand the rock and roll hall of fames in Cleveland. It's not the only cool thing about Cleveland. Why do we have to continue to do this? Well, that was my issue with the all-star game logo with the MLB. I was just like, Oh my goodness. Like the guitar? the things yeah. they could have done. That, that just annoyed me. Oh, just wait till the, the NBA all-star game logo comes out. <laughs> Uh, soon because yeah. the Cavs are hosting the all-star game next year yep 100% it's going to be something stupid with another guitar I hate yep. it the rock like hall a, is criminally overrated it drives me insane or like a music note like I well, get you know, it like you know, it's the rock you know, and roll Ryan, hall of fame but... I, I think the issue isn't that the rock hall is overrated I think marketing that as the city's big thing is overrated the oversaturation yeah, yeah, because I think the Rock Hall is incredibly unique and definitely worth visiting. But man, it's it's there's so much more to the city than just the Rock Hall. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, if you're from out of town and you're any sort of like uh, music fan, like you got to go to the Rock Hall. But it's like, right? We we get it. Like every single time the Browns are on TV, like when they come back from commercial with. 8-16 left in the second quarter. Oh, we got to do our live shot of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and tell people how it's it's the Cleveland landmark right next to the stadium. Like, oh, just stop it. Show, uh, show uh, the art museum. Show uh, Public Square. Show uh, East Fort. Well, I mean, they do show East Fourth a lot too, but show, uh, you know, countless other things about the city that's really cool. Uh, show the flats. No, we're going to show a live shot of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because it looks like a record player. Yeah. Like, come on. Anyway. It's just, la- uh, it's just lazy narratives. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, these – you know what the jersey – the first thing that I uh, thought of when I saw it? If anybody's seen Batman Forever, the one with Jim Carrey as the Riddler, <laughs> he would used to put yeah. his – when he, when he would used to put his riddles together and his ransom notes and uh, cut out letters from a magazine and just pasted them together, that's exactly what these jerseys look like. Oh, yeah, well, I still stick with I just, my, I just uh, looked at them for the I first time. My those, are, those are hideous. <laughs> well, no, I, Jimmy, I'll give you, like, give you the floor to, to say why you like it. Like, I mean, we're all about, a, like, any, any view. So, you know, why, why do you like it? You're the, you're the marketing guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I get, I get the perspective of that's all like the national media showcases when it comes to Cleveland is the rock and roll hall of fame, which I get it. They do. It is kind of annoying. Um, being from Cleveland, it's like, all right, yeah, cool. Um, we have a lot more. I get that. I don't know. I think it's kind of a unique take. It's not like it's their primary jerseys and I don't think they've ever done anything rock and roll before. Maybe they have correct me if I'm wrong. Um, I don't know. I think it's just something different than the wine and gold or um, a different variation of wine and gold. Or I, I think it's cool to go a little edgy in something that might push the boundaries. Um, you're going to have mixed reviews no matter what. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't hate it. They obviously could have done better. I think it's more, it looks retro. I think it's kind of cool. All right. Well, yeah, hey. I'm going to disagree with you, young grasshopper. Those are some <laughs> of the grossest things. And if you've got. <laughs> If you guys have seen the Rockets version, they're probably worse. So I, I haven't I don't seen know, it. But, oh, it's hideous. They, they, it's, I don't even just Google it. If 
I'll tell you uh, one of one of the ones that I I, I actually like is the uh, the Hornets Buzz City uh, jerseys. Yeah, you're talking about I think last those are years, cool. or do they have new ones? Uh, I think they just released new ones this year. I think uh, Lamelo Ball was wearing it when he did his oh. he did his uh, first photo shoot in a Hornets uniform. It says yeah. like it it looks kind of like their usual jersey with like the like the aqua green and the pinstripes, but it says like yeah. Buzz City, which I think That's is a cool. pretty cool nickname. So I'm peek- taking a peek at them right now. There's several yeah. ones that are pretty sweet. Like San Antonio's are awesome. San Antonio has my favorite one. Yeah. Oh, the Buzz City. I'm looking at Buzz City. Dude, that's awesome. I actually really like the Hornets. That's cool. Uh, yeah. Bro- Brooklyn is hideous. That yeah. might be the worst one. Uh, yeah, that's that's like old school New Jersey Nets right there. Yeah, Indiana's cool. Um, I I guess Miami's no Miami's is hideous. Awful. No, you don't like Miami's? No, not this year's. Last year's. It's not as good. Though. Yeah, right. I agree with you. It's not as good as last yeah. year's for sure. But oh, I the Hawks it's... is awesome. Yeah, the Hawks have a really good one. That's cool. So usually the NBA is more hit than miss. I think they yeah. kind of evened it out this year, but the Cavs one is just, yeah. I don't know. Jimmy likes it, I, so I, you know, yeah, there's that. Yeah, but hey, there you go. Maybe we're uh, just too old. Who knows? I think you guys are just too too harsh, too pessimistic when it comes to uniforms. Who gives a shit? We're gonna lose either way. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Who cares what the uniforms are? Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. I guess. For, I guess for a losing team, yeah. you gotta. Look forward to something, and I guess uniforms are that one thing. And if well, we can't if get that Andre, right, can't get anything right. Andre Drummond, he thinks that the Cavs are going to surprise a bunch of people. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Probably surprise not, though, a bunch huh? of people by winning 30 games, maybe. <laughs> Probably not, though, right, Andre? Yeah. But anyways, uh, that's the catch-up, boys. Nice. All right. Well... I uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about a poll that I put up a few hours ago, but it got like no votes, so we'll just skip it. <laughs> we can talk about it. I mean, it got it got it got like fifteen votes, so I guess for only being up for like a couple hours, it's not terrible. But so we're getting we we've got a snowstorm tonight. Uh, so I just asked real quickly uh, if you're playing out in the snow, like you know in the old days when we were kids or still now if we're childish uh would you rather build a snowman or have a snowball fight what say you guys who there's only one right answer yeah i'm gonna have to go a snowball fight that just <laughs> seems like a lot of fun and i haven't done that in forever ryan sitting there in silence I'm Team Snowman for sure. Oh, oh God! There's nothing worse. Today would be a perfect example. So you know how like today it was a wet, heavy snow <laughs> that freezes. If somebody hits you in the ear with a freaking ice ball because some your buddy's just trying to be a dick and he just beans you in the side of the head with a ball of what used to be slush and is now ice. It's just nothing worse. Nothing worse than just an ice ball to the head. Well, who's the moron with an exposed ear? playing outside of the snow <laughs> dude i get so hot i get unbearably hot i'm like i'm the guy who's like shoveling the driveway in like like Cut jeans and like a long sleeve shirt 
<laughs> nah, dude. It's un- It's just unreason. I get I get uncomfortably hot so fast. And so like, if I'm actually out goofing around in the snow, I'm probably not wearing a whole lot. I'm wearing gloves. I'm wearing like a hoodie, maybe. But yeah, not, there's no room for hats. That's and, right. You uh, do like to keep your house at like 65 degrees, don't you? Dude, I keep it icy. Like the windows are officially like they're still open. Like I don't, I don't, go, I don't use you should, heat. Oh you should go live at my house for the next couple of days. I, I was, no, I was gonna say like in my mind, your your <laughs> house is not a bad situation right now. Like I'd be comfortable. I left my um, house and it was yeah. fifty four degrees. I'm all about it. Sign me oh, up. Okay, um, okay, Ryan, go, you weirdo. I'll, I'll go house it. Uh, but yeah, I just I don't know. There's something about like. Like build like a gigantic snowman or like a little snow family or just I don't know like I don't, it's just like it makes me think of like when I was a kid again and like I don't know there's just something about it soft uh, non confrontational yeah. in my older age snowball Damn, fight <laughs> all yeah. the way the 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 think. best part about snowball fights is you get to build yourself a snow fort oh and you play Good in point. teams you can, and you, you can defend your snow people snow forts. Don't what do you think? Yeah. You could build, build snowmen their own forts. Sure. Okay, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jimmy, what's the right answer? It's snowball yeah. fights. Of course. Uh, you know what? When I was a kid, however, my next door neighbor, uh, walking home from school, picked up a nice pile of snow, packed it, threw it at him. I'm not the best aim. Hit him right in the face, and he was wearing glasses, and he like cut his nose pretty bad. So I felt yeah. pretty bad, but you know what? You can't confirm <laughs> that, 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 that also sucks. Perfect. Yeah, so, but still, you know, he got over it, and it was all laughs. It was all in good fun. <laughs> What's his name? Johnny. It was not Johnny, but I will. Johnny him Hopkins. In snowball any day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shout out Johnny. But yes, snowball fight. Um, all day, every day. Yeah, snowball fight for sure. Okay, uh, let's talk. You know, we've we've tiptoed around the Cavs. Uh, we talked about the monolith. We talked about the jersey. Let's talk about things that are actually going on uh, with the team. Um, as everybody's seen, Tristan Thompson has left the Cavs in free agency, and obviously, we thank Tristan Thompson. Don't have any ill wills towards him. He helped uh, bring us a championship. Uh, he. Grew up as a Cav in the dark days. LeBron came back, got good, won a championship. Then LeBron left, and then he stayed and played his heart out uh, when we sucked again. So I have no ill feelings towards Tristan. The only thing is, did he really have to go and sign with the Celtics? <laughs> yeah, that's the only like, part that sucks. Um, I don't, I don't like anything about Boston. Uh, at least no. I should say sport sport wise, I don't like anything about Boston. And so it, it sucks to see a fan favorite go. Um, I will say, I think Tristan got radically overpaid, uh, when we Absolutely. signed his extension. Um, but yeah. I, that doesn't mean I didn't want him to go, you know, away. So everybody you know, bummer gets... to see him go, but, yeah. but kudos to him for, was it, I think two year deal, 19 mil. So he's, he's going to go yeah. make some decent he signed, money. He signed for the mid-level exception, which was yeah, pretty shocking to me. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He actually took a pretty substantial pay cut over what he was making per year with the Cavs. So I don't know if the Cavs oh, were yeah. just like, I don't know if the Cavs were just like, hey, we're not back. Um, because I feel like 
for a guy that's played nine, ten years with the same team, won a championship, and he leaves for less money than he was making, I don't know. That says that's a little that's a little funny to me. But yeah. well, and it's not even like he's gonna go join like you you know how every year there's a bunch of veterans that join like the two or three teams that are considered to be the title favorites. Like I don't think anybody uh, Boston's not a bad team, but I don't think anybody sees them coming out of the East to go to the finals this year. So it's not even like he joined uh, the Lakers this year, or it's not like he went and joined, um, you know, Giannis in Milwaukee, or even the Heat. Quite frankly, like um, be a top uh, contender in the uh, East. I mean, they'll be a contender, but I don't think anybody takes them seriously to get past uh, Brooklyn's weird because who knows what their health is going to look like. But Brooklyn theoretically. Right. If Brooklyn, uh, Milwaukee, if Brooklyn's, yeah, Brooklyn's if Brooklyn's healthy, they're they're the favorite to come out of the East. I mean, if Kevin Durant comes back and is what he was before the injury, you know, and Kyrie obviously too, like they're the favorite to come out of the East. Like that's I don't know if that's really debatable. Yeah, but, but I don't know. It's an interesting. I'll tell you what. Good for Tristan for getting paid. Uh, bummer to see him in Boston, but. You know, nothing but respect yeah, for him. You know, and, and I, I hope I hope he does really well while Boston loses. That's that's my goal. I hope he balls out on a bad Boston Celtics team. Yeah, it's it's uh the thing that really pissed me off was I went on Twitter, uh, and his like goodbye to Cleveland tweet or whatever, and it was the the comments were a bunch of freaking Celtics fans were like. Oh, you're such a hard worker. You're going to fit in great. Like Celtics fans are going to love you. Like shut the hell up. Like he's not <laughs> one of you. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, I get it. I get God, it. But, I hate you know, they're excited. I hate Boston fans so much. Same. <laughs> um yeah. anyway, other other piece of Cavs news, uh this directly concerns uh Rocket Man over here, Jordan. Uh Sam Amico Formerly of Fox Sports Ohio, he now runs his own basketball website. Uh, I think it's called AmicoHoops.net. I could be wrong on that, but um, he had a juicy little story that says that the Cavs and the Rockets discussed a potential Russell Westbrook trade. Hard pass. <laughs> so, so I have Westbrook to say, wait, like wait, before anyone says anything, I have to say I totally misunderstood that tweet. I thought he was saying it was like happening now kind of a thing. I uh, then I read the actual story and realized it's done and it's dead and gone. Like it ha- it was discussed but nothing ever happened from Yeah, it. when I said so when I, I saw I fully misunderstood that. I thought that it was like, "Oh, there's talks going on right now." Um Yeah. I mean, it make it makes sense that nothing happened from it. Um Especially with the Cavs, I just don't think that, like you said, Dan, I don't think taking on his contract makes any sense. But um, Russ's contract, that is. So yeah, I fully right. misunderstood well, that. But I think it makes sense in a vacuum if like you're not giving up anything in return because essentially what the Rockets are trying to do is get rid of his contract. So it's like yeah. you're doing them a favor just by taking his contract. Why would you give up anything of substance in return? Like, I'm sure the Rockets probably went into the discussions and were like, Hey, we want, uh, Kevin Porter jr. And, uh, Larry Nance and, uh, Colin Sexton and a first round pick for Russell Westbrook. And the Cavs probably just hung up the phone. 
Right, right, exactly. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, it's like Russell Westbrook. Like he's a he's a like a great player. Like in a vacuum, like I said, in a vacuum. Like you yeah. just look at him, you look at his stats, you look at his athleticism. Great player. Is he a player? Like obviously the Cavs aren't at the level to where you know you add Russell Westbrook and they're thinking like contending for the championship, but. Is he a player that you can win an NBA championship with? I 100% say that he's not. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I agree. So like, I, I don't, and I'll be honest. I'm not sure what the Cavs are doing. I'm, you know, I don't study them as needs. much as you guys probably do, because I think they've collected some really great young talent for sure. And then you got veterans like Love and even Drummond, who are excellent players if they're used properly. Um. But outside of that, you know, I'm not really sure what their game plan is. So a Russ trade would be so weird to me because, you know, there's no way unless the Houstons are secretly run by Bill O'Brien that the Rockets are (laughs) run by Bill O'Brien. There's no way that we'll, you know, just give Russ away. Every every sports team. Right. Every sports team in Houston is run by Bill O'Brien. Yes, exactly. And um, it would make more sense to just keep him <laughs> and just make him play. <laughs> Another, well, it, it, it back, you know, it's, 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 it's either that or it's, you know, obviously there's been some, some behind-the-scenes friction with Harden and Westbrook. No matter what they say on Instagram, I refuse to believe. Well, I um, think – I think I refuse I think to believe the, what any athlete court, says on Instagram. I, I think on the court, yes. But right, but I'm, but I'm saying like friend, like Harden Harden could have gone to like the Rockets management and been like, you got you got to get rid of this guy or I'm going to demand a trade. And I think that's where all like that hullabaloo. See, I would like, I this is where I get confused because he's the one that orchestrated the the Russell Westbrook trade. Right, so but I'm like so confused. I, but I like <laughs> the whole thing's baffling. To me. Right, but like if you're like if if you're allowing any other player in the league to. Uh, orchestrate trades, but LeBron James, like it's going to fail. Oh, I agree. Um, but apparently, that's what Houston's doing. So, um, yeah. For, well, well, I, I mean, know. I mean, what, what, what are you going to? If you're the Rockets, you have James Harden, who's still in his prime. Right. You're to the point now where he has all the leverage with the organization to be like, either you do what I want you you to do, or trade me. And then if you trade both of them, like the Rockets are going to be the worst team in the league. Yeah, unless you somehow fleece somebody, but even then, right, if you do which, that, I don't know. I don't know what you could do to to get like immediately just have a playoff, like a legitimate playoff team right away. No, so, I mean the the only yeah, the I only the only way that you would be able to fleece somebody is with Harden. Like, yeah, the Rockets are not. One, but you right, can't the do Rockets that with are, Yeah, the Rockets are not getting anything of substance in return other than clearing his contract. That's it. Right. You, you're talking about Russ or Harden? Russ. Russ. Harden. Because oh, yeah, I, I, you, you could 100% fleece the team for Harden, but I agree. Oh, 100%. No, yeah. You're not going to get, you're not going to get, I don't even know what you could get for Russ, to be honest. <laughs> maybe, maybe three years ago, this would have been a different story, obviously. But at this point, the way he performed last year, I, I don't know. I don't even know who would want him, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll see. But yeah, it's something to pay attention to if it flares up again. I highly doubt that the Cavs will, will talk with the Rockets about him again. But it was an interesting. That, that seemed like a uh, that seemed like a trade discussion where like the owners talked to each other and like the GMs right. didn't. 
like Dan Gilbert and Fertitta maybe got on the phone and were like, you know, Fertitta maybe called up Gilbert. You have to think too, like think about the source too. Like that story is a very sensational sounding story. But once you read it, you're like, oh, nothing actually happened here. And it's, you know, it, it, do, it did what it needed to do. It, it you mean you found a clickbait on Twitter? Stop it. Yeah, right? <laughs> it, it, caused, it caused a buzz, <laughs> went viral, and, you know. The election's over, Jordan. No more clickbait. Right. <laughs> That's true. What am I saying here? What am I saying? But, yeah. The only clickbait we're clicking on now is about the monolith. <laughs> right. <laughs> so true. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, uh, Cavs actually like the NBA starting in like two weeks, which is crazy. To think about yeah, like the uh, training camp started today. The Cavs started workouts today, um, which is wild. Um, so anyway, yeah, there's that. Uh, NFL, real quick, Browns eight and three. What up? Uh, Miles Garrett cleared from the COVID list today. He is back for the big matchup against the Titans. We back, man. Good uh, Lord, we're going to need him. Yeah, because uh, Ronnie Harrison went on IR uh, today, unfortunately. Well, the one, the one are, shining um, spot in the secondary outside of Denzel, and he's hurt like every other play. Hey, 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 hey. Sendejo had a good game, man. Sendejo didn't get fired this week. I don't know if that qualifies as <laughs> good, but he didn't get cut. Yeah, for sure. Um, so we'll see. Uh, Browns Titans this week. Um, we'll see what happens. Uh, the Titans are tough, man. They are tough. I feel like it's almost like. The teams are symmetrical, if that makes sense, in a way. Strong running games, quarterbacks that play off of the running game. Uh, uh-huh, both uh-huh. teams have meh defenses. I think the Titans' defense is probably a little bit better than the Browns, but uh, you know, nothing to write home about. Both teams are 8-3. and three. Um, Yeah, this is going to be interesting. I don't know what the line is on this game. But uh, I would have to imagine it's probably around three. Honestly, I hope that it like pours rain or snow so they're just forced to just only run. Because <laughs> I just want to see that. Because Derek Henry versus like Chubb would be yeah. <laughs> Henry versus uh, Chubb and Hunt. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Hunt too. Uh, I think as of right now, the line's four and a half points in Tennessee's favor. Um. Let's go brownies. You know, I I went uh, I went pretty hardcore uh, on the Browns are going to get uh, steamrolled this week. I, I feel I, I actually I might walk that back a little bit. I still think we lose, but I think that you know I forgot about. I mean, Tennessee lost to the Bengals, and uh, they did. You know, they that was a while ago in, in in like football time. You know, a lot can change in a couple weeks. Um. You know, at the end of the day, Tennessee is not a perfect team. I just think that what they're good at is going to highlight what we're bad at in terms of their offense and our defense. And I, and I just don't think that we'll have enough to play catch up. Now, on the flip side of what Jordan just said, if the weather's decent, 
and Baker can sling it. I mean, we, we've seen Baker miss some really frustrating, uh, easy throws, but he also had, he tossed some dimes this past week. So if the weather's yeah. decent, uh, Baker has it in there. And I think that he, he's going to continue to get sharper. He's going to clean it up. And, uh, you know, maybe it's not going to be as much of a blowout as I was initially, you know, thinking, but I, I still don't feel good about this week. I, I think it's a, it's a poor matchup for us. Yeah. It will be fun though, to watch like two of the best rushing attacks in the league going head to head. I mean, Derrick Henry is an absolute monster Chubb and hunt, you know, combined for the best backfield in the sport. I don't care what you say or how to, t- how, to how to argue otherwise. Yeah. Um, it's going to be cool to see. I think the team that gets the first lead of a touchdown or more in this game is going to win. Um, Both teams have the same strength. They have the same game plan, which is uh, run the ball down your throat. And teams seem to want to get away from that uh, when they get down by, let's say, 10 to 14 points. So it's going to be interesting to see who grabs the lead first and uh, how the, the other team reacts. So I think... Uh, the one thing I will say about, I think we have the more level-headed coach in Stefanski. So I, I feel better about if we get in that situation, um, you know, unless we get down by 21 or 24 points, then all bets are off. But, you know, if we get down by a touchdown, 10, 14 points, um, I'm confident that Stefanski is going to keep to the game plan, is just going to keep, you know, churning those running backs and uh, keep with the game plan. So I'm I'm... I feel good in that regard. Um, you know, Baker hasn't thrown an interception in a month. Uh, you know, it's encouraging. Um, tendencies tell us that that's probably going to change at some point. Like he's, you know, he's going to turn the ball over. You know, maybe not three, four times, but you know, he might. Th- you know, one of those missed throws in the end zone that he's had two weeks might get tipped up in the air and get intercepted. You know, so we don't know. Um, I'm of the belief that I think Baker is playing better and better and better every week. Uh, I thought he played fantastic against Jacksonville. Yeah, he missed the one touchdown throw. Like, I get it. Um, But other than that, I didn't think he made a mistake all day. So it's going to be interesting. Um, I'm the homer. The Browns are finally good, so I'm not going to pick them to lose. So I'm going to pick the Browns to win. And I don't know what I'm going to do with myself if the Browns are 9-3. and that with games, crazy. with games still to go against the Giants and the Jets, like mm-hmm. that's insane. So, yeah, oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, go Brownies for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. All right, uh, do we got anything else? Snowpocalypse. Yeah, how about the uh, snow, guys? I, I, I think it's got to be. I, how much do you think it snowed? So I was watching the news at my parents' house uh, tonight, and this was as of like six o'clock. I know Lynnhurst on the east side got seventeen inches. Oh my goodness! Um, Parma got eleven and a half, which is a lot. Like that's pretty much what I got. Yeah, Uh, pretty much the same for like Strongsville, North Royalton. I don't know how much is there in Lakewood, Jordan, but I know you said there were some snow drifts and stuff like that. I think it probably – I wouldn't be surprised if it was almost a foot. I mean, yeah. it was heavy-duty snow. Yeah. I think – I'd have to look it up to get the official, official uh, you know, count or whatever. But, man, it was a lot. It, it, I, mean, I can't even believe him. 
it's a straight up workout trying to shovel that. They call it heart yeah. attacks now. Yeah. Uh-huh. I shoveled my driveway twice this morning. My forearms were on fire. Yeah, it's thick stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, Speaking I think of which, by the way, hold on. If the Browns were nine and three, say they go nine and three, you wouldn't give a rat's ass what their uniforms look like. You would not care if it was just all white t shirts. It doesn't matter. So when you're winning, who cares? Oh, 100%. Yeah. They could be wearing organization. They could be wearing togas on the field, and I wouldn't care. Nine and three is nine and three for a team that's, for a team that hasn't had a winning record in 11 or 13 years. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like I just read this. I just read. I just read a tweet when I was looking up the NBA jerseys. Someone was like, "Oh, these ugly jerseys remind me of when the Cavs won the title, wearing the grossest jerseys possible." And I was Not like, <laughs> "Like, no, but That's... like, regardless." So, well, I don't know. I, I, I never liked the T-shirt jerseys personally, but they're iconic right. because you guys won the title in them. So. That's yeah, I don't like the t-shirt style either, but like the design of the t-shirt jersey was Oh, bad. yeah, the it's color, the, the color scheme. T-shirt. Yeah, the color scheme was fine. I don't mean it like that. Right. I'm just saying like every team's t-shirt jersey right. was awful. I think every team on the planet would trade you guys... disgusting jerseys to win a title of any Oh, type. absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you guys remember when those t-shirt jerseys first came out and LeBron hated them? Yeah, didn't he like rip, rip, he, he ripped it ripped, apart? Yeah, he ripped the sleeves apart and then he got fined for it. The NBA actually fined LeBron for tearing the sleeves. So dumb. That's so, <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So I think that's going to do it for us this week. Snowpocalypse 2020 edition of LOTL officially episode 137. There's definitely one more thing. Oh, is there? My bad. What what else? I feel like Ryan has been growing this bomb ass mustache. Oh yeah! Oh, shout out! Thank you, Jordan. I almost ended the episode without yeah. talking about it. <laughs> yeah, it. I, I forgot too. Look, good so Ryan, why guy. are you wearing this mustache? And tell us about a very awesome thing that happened. I got this sweet stash, man. Yeah. So I, uh, for the past, this is my third year doing a Movember. M M O Vember. Um. So it's um. It started out, you know, a lot of people know about No Shave November. It's kind of an offshoot of that. It started out in Australia. A couple buddies uh, lost a friend of theirs, I believe, is the origin of it. And uh, they, like, in honor of him, they all grew their mustaches for the month of November. And then it started off with this group of buddies. And then it was a couple more guys. And then blah, blah, blah. This thing really just took off. And now it's a worldwide organization. They fundraise for three specific... um, Items, uh, prostate cancer research, testicular cancer research, and uh, mental health awareness, suicide prevention uh, initiatives. And those are, you know, three of the most common killers of men worldwide. Um, the, the mental health thing in particular uh, resonates with me. Uh, this is, it's a sobering stat. Worldwide, every minute, one man will end his life by suicide. Wow. Um, which is a, a truly astounding number. And, and um, I don't want to, you know, get too deep or dark for anybody, but back in college, I had some particularly um, tough times. And I, I actually was going down a rabbit hole where um, I didn't have, I wouldn't even keep like aspirin in my apartment. Uh, I had not even so much as a butter knife. Uh, I quite frankly, I didn't trust myself. It was, it was ugly. And I was fortunate. Um, that I was, I was an RA and I kind of 
I, I, I knew all the red flags to look for in other people. And it kind of just got to a point where I sort of like RA'd myself and I, I, I rate counseling and wellness uh, services at Wright State. And uh, not to be overly dramatic, but it really it not just saved my life, but changed the course of it. So um, anytime there's an organization that does anything with like mental health awareness, specifically for men, because there's that stigma, right? It's you got to man up and tough enough and boys don't cry and blah, 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 every, every cliche you've heard. And so I, I love the organization and what they fundraise for. Uh, a lot of what they do speaks to me. And so, yeah, all that being said, um, I, uh, I, I, you, you grow your mustache for the month and then you try to set a movement goal of 60 miles for the month at 60 representing, like I said, the worldwide um, uh, uh, unfortunate loss of men um, hourly. And so um, I, uh, I ran, I biked, I walked, I rode on the rowing machine 60 miles this month and then I grew the stash, uh, one unfortunate little hair at a time. And, uh, I, I was, uh, all, all the while you're doing that, you're, you're raising funds. And I was able to, uh, raise over 600 bucks this year, which was really cool. Um, I set a goal of 200 when I started out and, uh, I, I just kept chipping away. And, uh, I was really blown away by the generosity of, uh, of family and friends who shared that thing far and wide. So for those of you who donated, I really appreciate you all chipping in. Um, and, uh, the money's going to some really great causes and it means a lot to me. So. I'm excited that uh, I can grow the rest of my beard back because uh, at the risk of sounding too self-deprecating, I don't care very much for my face without it. <laughs> so I'm really, really <laughs> glad that uh, I get to grow the beard back. So I'm going to leave the stash and I'm just going to let the beard grow back in behind it. And uh, we'll be back to having a beard here in a minute. <laughs> Thanks, Ryan. Thanks for Listen. sharing that. Um Listen, Ryan, I, I don't want to hear you complaining about your mustache. You should see what kind of mustache <laughs> me and Dan try to grow out. Oh my God! I'll tell you what. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe next year we'll do uh, we'll do a team. We'll do uh, we'll do a mustache off, and we'll see who can uh, grow the best stash and, and raise yeah. a couple shekels. You guys are gonna have to let me start in like July. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I can live with that. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, it's not pretty. So. Uh, well, awesome. uh, yeah, thanks thanks for uh, doing that, Ryan. Thanks for raising that money and uh, telling us a little bit about your story, man. I, uh, You know, we've been hosting this podcast together and been friends together for about a year now, and, and I had no idea. So um, that's really cool yeah. that you shared that. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's one of those things where um, you don't want to – yeah, I don't. I don't want to ever make anybody feel uncomfortable with with sharing something that's particularly heavy. But at the same time, I do think that there's value in in, in trying to 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 make it less scary or freaky to talk about. So, uh, oh, you know, like I said, uh, I think it's important too. I know that the the term uh, "normalize" has been beaten to death and overplayed. Oh, I but hate that I, term. I think this was. I I know, but I I do think that this is an instance where I do like want to use it where it's like let's 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 take the stigma away from such such topics and make it a little bit more normal. Um, sure. So, sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. I, uh, like I said, I, I appreciate it all greatly. And it's, it's a, it's an area that hits home pretty hard for me. So it's a, it's a great cause. And, uh, yeah, I'm really thankful that I got to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so that, that is, we have anything else? I think, I think that's, that's it. it. All right. So that is going to do it for this episode. Snowpocalypse 2020 edition of LOTL episode 137. Um, if you listen to our post game show, Ryan and I kind of previewed an interview with, uh, Ken Hatfield of Hatfield's Good Grub. Um, obviously, if you've gotten to this 
far in the episode. We did not do that this week, um, <laughs> having to deal with uh, the snow and the condition of the roads and power and all that. So um, we are going to reschedule with Ken and uh, look for that interview and episode to come uh, very shortly. So uh, we're really looking forward to that. So shout out to Hatfield's Good Grub. If you are looking for some good grub, check them out. They are on Lorraine Road in West Park. Um, and uh, great food and uh, great atmosphere there. So check them out. Um, so that's going to do it for us. Uh, you can follow us on social media at the LOTL Podcast. Uh, check us out on their website, lotlpodcast.com. And um, yeah, that'll do it. So for Jordan, Ryan, and Jimmy, I'm Dan. You've been listening to Living Off the Land, and we will catch you Sunday for the Browns-Titans postgame show, and then next week for uh, LOTL 138. See you guys. Bye.